Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, hello. I'm Andrea Donsky, and today my co-host Lisa Davis is not with us, but I'm sure she is listening, so big shout out to you, Lisa. So today's guest is Carol Alt, the ultimate pioneer and chameleon who is constantly on the lookout for new ideas and frontiers. Carol, so happy to have you back on the show. Oh, always so great to be here with you, Andrea. All right, so I really love today's topic because when we read your email, I'm like, yes, yes, it's so true. We're going to talk about understanding our diets before we start them. So why don't you jump right in and talk to us about why you are so passionate about this? Well, here's the crazy thing. The other day I was watching the news and there was an article a woman had written in a paper about she was doing the gluten diet and didn't lose weight. And I nearly fell off my chair. Because the gluten diet was not about losing weight. The gluten diet was about cutting gluten. And just because you cut wheat from your diet, which has a lot of gluten in it, doesn't mean that people don't replace that wheat with rye or spelt or um, uh, kamuts or something else that's equally fattening as flour. So, you know, when you, when you take out gluten, it doesn't mean they're taking out fat. It doesn't mean they're taking out salt. It doesn't mean they're taking out sugar. It just means they're trading their flour for something that's not going to give you a gluten reaction. And I, I, I couldn't believe that, that she started this diet thinking that she was going to lose weight and was disappointed that she didn't. So what I started to think about was, why didn't she research the diet? Like, didn't she know this? So, I mean, she knew it after because she said she actually gained 10 pounds. Well, no kidding. There's Gluten-free cookies, gluten-free scones, gluten-free pizza. It doesn't mean you're going to lose weight if you eat them. It just means, you know, for someone like me, you're not going to have post-nasal drip or a sore throat. Or someone like my girlfriend who has celiac, it's not going to, you know, she's not going to have a celiac reaction to the gluten. So I started Hmm. thinking that maybe part of the reason that people don't get the result that they want from their diets is not because they're not doing a good job of following the diet, but maybe they're choosing the wrong diet for what their goal is. Mm-hmm. Which makes you make a very good point. And it's so true. And you know, it's funny when I, when I hear you say that about you know, her being upset about not losing weight when she was eating gluten, I'm like, you're right. It has nothing to do with weight loss. Now, some people do, as a side effect, lose weight because their body can't tolerate it. They can't break it down properly, like someone like myself. But if you are not intolerant to gluten, and you, like you said, if you're switching it to something else, well, it's not gonna, you're not going to lose weight, especially if you're eating the same amount of calories and, like you said, eating the same amount of carbohydrates or whatever else it is. So you make a very good point. All right, so let's well, jump into... Well, it's a no-fat, low-fat, or no-sugar or sugar-free product. It's a regular product. They just didn't have gluten and that's not going to be something that helps you to lose weight. You know, so then I started thinking about what the raw diet does. And the raw diet is really for health. It's about being healthy. And many people think, oh, I'm going to lose weight on the raw diet. Well, some people actually gain weight because if they're underweight and it's not a healthy weight for them, they will become healthy and their body will put the weight back on if they're too skinny. And other people who are too heavy that are on the raw diet will gain their health as well, and they will go down to their optimum weight. So on a raw diet, it's like 50-50. If you're overweight, you'll go to your right weight. If you're underweight, you'll go to your right weight. So you have to look at these diets and see what it is that they're actually doing, what they do for you. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, 
you know, one thing I've learned as being a nutritionist for hmm, more than 10 years now is that everybody's bodies are different. And, you know, and I, I, I remember when I was going to school and all the years you know, prior to that, I would try every diet under the sun. I mean, Carol, you name it, I did it. I did Atkins. I did the zone. I did the blood type. I mean, I did everything. I even used to eat fruit, like the fit for life. I used to eat fruit until noon and nothing else. And I remember thinking, you know, nothing really, I mean, they all did work in their own ways, but at the end of the day, I had to start incorporating a diet. And I hate to use the word diet, but really, I mean, it's what we're eating in a lifestyle. I had to start eating what was good for me and my body. So for some people, you know, certain diets might work, other ones it may not. And I love that you say that, you know, if you are underweight eating, let's say like you talking, you're talking about a raw diet, or even if it's another diet, they're going to, their body's going to get them to where they need to get to. And their weight's going to balance out if they need to gain weight, they'll, they'll gain. If they need to lose, they'll lose. So I love that point that you made. Exactly. Well, and you know, Andre, I have to confess too, I did the same exact thing that you did. <laughs> I was, you know, I was trying every diet there was, and I did that Beverly Hills diet, which was like all fruit. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I remember puking up frozen raspberries because they were so disgusting, not raspberries, blueberries, because it was winter and I couldn't get the blueberries in my way. It was so disgusting. And I was like, you know, I, I don't know how people can survive on just fruit. You know, but some people, for them, fruit is perfect. For me, fruit was just too much sugar. So, Mm -hmm. you know, know, I, too, was guilty of not looking at what the diet was and what it was I wanted to achieve and and how I could achieve that with that particular diet while keeping my health, which, truthfully, that's the most important thing, is is Mm -hmm. being healthy. What's being skinny Mm -hmm. if you're not healthy? Absolutely. You could be skinny as, as, as a toothpick. And look, unhealthy, be unhealthy, have no energy, and have people looking at you and going, ooh, she's like so skinny, you know? And I love that you're talking about that, Carol, because, you know, maybe talk a little bit about, I mean, you're, you're a supermodel. I mean, you, you were all about, you embodied the whole thing about being thin and looking thin and being in an industry where people were judging you based on how thin you were. How did you handle that? And how, what are your thoughts around that and, and the industry itself? Well, you know, I had to fight to be skinny. I really had to... I had to lose the weight. I really had to fight to do that. And I did the stupidest things and I really damaged my health. So I'm talking from a, a, you know, perspective of, you know, I've been there, done that and made the mistake. My sister is a large size model. She's very big bone and being larger for her is the right thing. When she got too skinny, Mm -hmm. she looked like she just came from, you know, prison or something it was really terrible but for me being skinny because I have like the tiniest littlest bones I put one ounce on and I look fat because I've got no bones I'm, I'm a tiny little girl even if I'm tall like you know you have to look at your body type look at your bone structure and look what looks right and by the way by the time you get into your 45 50 55 you could start looking at your face and your face tells the whole story by the way, also the no fat, low fat diets, if you are 55 or, or 50 or 55, that, that no fat really kills your skin. I can tell immediately who's doing a no fat, low fat diet. It's really not mm. good for them. Well, we need and fat. By the I mean, way, fat, brain is made up of fat. Yes, everything. I was just going to say that. And you are so right. That's like one of the most important ingredients. But the right fat, not the trans fats, but the right fat. Raw fat. Yeah, very, I, very important. I love that you yeah. said that. Yeah, and I was just going to say that too. Exactly. Like, you know, maybe tell us a few examples. I mean, obviously, like you just talked about, you know, you know, avocado. I know you're a big fan of that, but what are those good fats that they should be have that we should be eating? Love avocados, uh, raw olive oils, raw sun coconut oil. I hate people who think that most fabulous 
raw olive oil and raw coconut oil, and they cook it. Like, that just breaks my heart. <laughs> cook in water first, you know, sear in water, and then, or, or do your spaghetti sauce, whatever you're going to do, and then add the oil, because the oil raw just, like, feeds your body. Nothing in your body is healed or rejuvenated by anything but raw oils and, and essential fatty acids and essential amino acids, which usually means raw fats and raw proteins. So those are those are pretty important. Raw fats, raw proteins, pretty important. Carbohydrates, nothing in the body is built from carbohydrates. Nothing. Carbohydrates is energy, quick energy. It's it's sugar, but nothing in the body is regenerated or rejuvenated. And as you start getting older, you want that rejuvenation, man. I know I do. And I also know, I mean, we're out of time for today. I mean, the show goes by so quickly, Carol. But, you know, I, I mean, the important thing, too, is when I eat fat, I actually, my memory is working better. I feel better. You know, so it's so important to eat our fat. And for those of you who read labels and say, oh, there's too much fat in it, if you're looking with some, at something with coconut oil, we want you to know, Carol and I want you to know that that's good fat. So there are differences between good and bad. Well, Carol, thank you so much for being on our show today. You can learn more about Carol on her website at carolalt.com. You can also follow her on Twitter. She's very active at Model Carol Alt. We follow her. I'm Andrea Donsky, and this is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. 